Hello, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. You are listening to episode 93 tonight. And this week, your High Priest Akonshu Ray is flying solo. But don't worry, I'm here with you going through what will be quite a different show, actually. It's, um, look, to be absolutely honest, loonies, I... I just threw a bit of a smoke screen just to get Conchu off our scent. Now, you would um, probably be aware from our newsletter, those that do follow, uh, this is a Conchu's Idols um, segment, which is a toy review, uh, loosely based on Moon Knight, considering uh, there is no um, new Moon Knight toy figure coming up, other than the ones that we have mentioned in our previous show. So... I had a little look round, and I came across a Hawkeye slash Ronin toy figure from Hasbro, and I thought, hmm, yeah, I mean, that's kind of tenuously linked to Moon Knight. We can, we can kind of do that for our show. Um, for Lunian listeners also who are listening for the first time and uh, maybe unaware, we are, um, each show is predicated by, I guess, the phase of the moon so we are bound to do a toy figure review for you, as it is, I um oh my god, I keep on forgetting these things, I think it is a, oh, last quarter or first quarter, let me just, um, let me just pull it up here, uh, obviously I haven't really, um, haven't really prepared that well, have I, but, uh, yeah, anyway, so we follow the moon, which is basically, we are in the first quarter, so if you look up, I do believe, I think Friday, Saturday, Sunday, in the Northern Hemisphere at least, uh, had a first quarter, so we have to do a toy figure review. Um, I've kind of gotten around it by seeing Ronin uh, slash Jeremy Renner slash Hawkeye and said, yep, that'll do. Moon Knight's been a Ronin, albeit in the Ultimate Universe. So there you go, loophole found. Anyway, loonies, uh, this show is not only going to be about toy figures, because, uh, to be honest as well, just flying solo and talking about no Moon Knight toy, toy figures, it's going to be hard to sustain a show. So what I thought would do, obviously, is we'll go through our white noise, which is a bit of the, the weekly news, uh, we'll we'll go through the toy figures. Um, I had a little look at the Marvel Legends, the upcoming um, releases for 2019, and my God, there are a few. So uh, I'd like to go through at least, I don't know, a bit indulgent, at least some of my favorites. Uh, but, you know, looking also at Endgame, uh, so there are a couple of waves there for Endgame. Um, and as I mentioned, stuff like uh, the MCU... Uh, iterations of the Marvel Hasbro f- figures. So if you are a toy collector as well, um, I, or if not, I guess this will be a bit of fun to go through. Uh, not only that, uh, there's a few there are a few spectacles, spectacles being our shoutouts. Uh, just a few people, uh, a few loonies love to give a shout out to. Uh, this is obviously a, ITK is a, a, a such a fun community, and you know keep on saying it, it cannot be the way it is without the the great people within it so very Connishu and I are very thankful uh, for for meeting these these awesome loonies who happen to also be fantastic Moon Knight fans so a few shout outs there to them um, and those that are doing things as a, you know turning tricks for for Moon Knight in some capacity uh, we'll give them a shout out also we do have Moony missives so um, what we'll be doing we're looking at two things now our last episode was with the fantastic Noel Tate, uh, frontman to Delita, and as many of you will know, provides the music to this podcast. Uh, I threw a discussion thread out there after the show, um, just asking loonies about, you know, their tastes in music and what kind of music they'd like to see Moon Knight, um, I guess, be portrayed in film alongside um, the soundtrack. That's a really bad sentence, but... uh, yeah, so basically getting, I guess, other Looney's tastes and what music they would associate Moon Knight with, even if it's just reading his comics as well. And the other 
um, Mooney Missive, I thought would just tie it out um, properly, tie it with a nice bow to keep things toy figure related. Uh, Konishu, um, our my crazy co-host, he um, those that will remember in our last toy figure review, Konishu had you know shown he had an interest in getting, I believe it's the Toy Biz Gold Moon Knight. Um, so for those of you that don't know. It is an atrocious-looking toy figure. So bad, it is good. Anyway, Connor posted it up, and we got some feedback and some funny discussions from some loonies. So uh, lo- love to kind of give their names a shout-out on the show as well and what they thought of the toys and and or if they had them as well. So um, we'll get into that. Uh, finally, ov- obviously, we'll get into our next phase. We have a cracker coming for you next episode, but before any of that, Hold your horses, Ray. Hang on. We just started this episode. Let's get into this. Let's have some fun. So we're going to look at our white noise, our uh, our news, and a couple of, well, three interesting bits of news came about over the last week or so. Uh, The first one being, uh, this was a small one, but this was posted up by Konishu in our Facebook group. Uh, He revealed that there is a 1 of 50 Bill Sienkiewicz variant to the Marvel Comics Presents Issue 4 coming out towards the end of April. Uh, many loonies are well aware that this is the next appearance of Moon Knight, uh, or more accurately, Mr. Knight, in comics. So we, uh, we've we had the Max Bemis run finish. Um, we loonies are Moon Knightless. So this is our next, I guess... You know, hit, um, and so Marvel Comics presents number four will be out. I believe it's the twenty fourth of April. It's, you know, whatever Wednesday is around that date, and there is a one to fifty Bill Sienkiewicz variant. So this is a gorgeous cover as well. And whether you do like uh, Sienkiewicz's art or not, uh, I know one of our loonies had um, mentioned uh, unpopular take that he didn't, which is fine because you know everyone's different. Uh, it is a very cool cover. It has basically a Moon Knight, the caped Moon Knight, um, flying high, I guess, in the rooftops, soaring high there, and you have Wolverine in the foreground. Now, interestingly enough, one of our loonies, um, who was it? I believe it could have been Patrick Curtis. Um, he mentions he went with he went Bendis with this one. Now, I and correct me if I'm wrong, Looney Patrick. Um, I understand you probably said that because it's got Wolverine there and Moon Knight. Um, and those that will remember Brian Michael Bendis's run, obviously Wolverine was one of the identities. Look, I think this is just your typical Marvel Comics Presents. Uh, Wolverine is the spine, basically, of this anthology book. So he's on every cover. Uh, it just so happens that Moon Knight <clears throat> will be uh, in one of the, the secondary, one of the backup stories. So uh, a brilliant, nice variant. Uh, I'm not sure if my LCS will have it. I might ask, but, you know, if they're going to charge an arm and a leg for it, uh, I might have to give a polite pass. <laughs> um, uh, but for any collectors that do like to get all the variants, yeah, check it out. Check your LCS, ask them, and, you know, request that they set one aside for you. So that was um, that was pretty cool. Nice bit of original Bill Sienkiewicz's uh, art. And the second bit of news came from our other our other high priest Rebecca who has been on sabbatical Rebecca has been very busy and um uh you know it'll be cool you know once she get, has some free time will be cool we'll, we will get her back um but obviously there are priorities <clears throat> IRL in real life as um as I've learnt people say or maybe that's just not too hip baby I don't know anyway so Rebecca she had posted up this thing, and in July, this came from um, the Marvel.com, actually Marvel's website. In July, uh, characters will fuse in five secret warps annuals. So we're going to get a return of Arachnite. Now, I know Arachnite has been very popular with a lot of loonies. Look, he's, he's a bit of fun, and whether you take him seriously or not, or whether you can kind of compartmentalize him, 
in that it's a, it's a separate standoff thing, um, so it doesn't harm the canon of Moon Knight. Uh, yeah, Arachnite is a, is a pretty cool-looking character. I dare say a lot of cosplayers will maybe try to emulate him, and look, he's made his way into video games, because I, I guess because his aesthetic is really good. But anyway, we have more Soldier Supreme, Weapon Hex, Ghost Panther, Iron Hammer, and of course Arachnite. So these guys popped up in Infinity Warps, which um, which popped up earlier. Was it this year? I can't remember. This year or last year? Uh, no, I think it was this year. No, maybe it was last year. Anyway, uh, there's um, there's going to be a an annual for each of them, and um, and there'll be a crossover. And we have. Uh, I'm just reading through the article now. Um, and of course, it returns. We <clears throat> see Al Ewing, who um, those of you read other than Moon Knight will know he's doing an awesome run on Immortal Hulk. Uh, I believe he's doing part of No Road Home, the Avengers um, 10 parter, which I'm really enjoying. Like, I'm not sure. People have varied opinions. Uh, I think it's a whole heap of fun. Um, you know, nothing too profound or thought-provoking, but it is a, a, an entertaining ride. Anyway, Al Ewing will be taking this, um, and he'll be treating all these warped characters. So it'll be interesting to see how um, Arachnite will be portrayed. And in this uh, article, we have these beautiful covers here. So I'm just flicking through. There's a the one with Soldier Supreme and Iron Hammer. Going to go through them because we want to see. Yeah, we see Arachnite's annual number one, Secret Warps. Now, funnily enough, this I'm not, I guess, the total fan of this cover. Um, you basically see the back of Arachnite. You don't see much of him. Uh, I, I know that's the point, but uh, I'd like to see our Arachnite take, you know, take front and center, uh, and more front than back. You know what I mean. Anyway, there are other. It looks like it looks like iterations of the Wizard. Um, looks like a weird Hyperion. There's a Doctor Spectrum there. Uh, Night Hawk. Uh, they all look warped as well. So um, yeah, it could be could be a bit of fun. And in this annual, it reads the web spinning Arachnite finds himself out of the depth. Um, of all four of his personas as his own warped universe begins colliding with another. The new Supreme Universe, Homes, homes of the Supreme Seven. Um, there's also a, a bonus tale of old Arachnite trying to persuade the Terrific Two to become a trio. So uh, I'm going to definitely be picking up this. Uh, I'll be wondering if there is actually a... Um, a variant to this it would be good because i do remember the arachnite mini which was all of two issues had uh, variant covers for issue one at least which are now quite hard to come by i am kicking myself because i yeah i would have liked them actually they're you know um that would have since it's a small mini series it would have been good to kind of get the whole package but you know sometimes you miss the gravy train and uh you know what can you do uh Sorry, also here in this annual, Arachnite Annual 1, it says Ewing and Jim Zub, fused with Carlos Villa and Carlo Barberi, Barberi uh, for part four of the tale in um, Supreme Universal. So Supreme Universal, obviously, is this crossover which runs through these five annuals. Um, so, yeah, I'll put this, this link in the show notes. Check it out. It's pretty... Um, Looks pretty damn good. I don't know about you. I enjoyed most of these Infinity Warps. So, um, you know, these are just annuals. I might just pick up these. Or I'll pick up the Arachnite. I might actually or I might actually go digital on this, except for the Arachnite, and then look at getting the trade later down the line. Uh, be a nice little neat package. And five annuals, you're looking at a, a chunky-sized um, trade for that. So, uh, yeah, so thanks, Rebecca. That was good. Secret Warps. And third and final bit of news. Look, it's it's probably broke a lot of news and podcasts here. Um, I'll only dwell upon it just briefly. Disney Plus um, have announced, you know, the things that they're going to do. Um, very exciting for Marvel, the Marvel end of it. Uh, they're obviously reclaiming a lot of their Star Wars stuff, um, Marvel stuff, um, you know, obviously the Disney characters. But I believe that there'll be stuff like um, documentaries, um, 
behind the scenes sort of stuff from the MCU, which will be interesting. I think there are two uh, documentary series, uh, as well as, you know, it's been speculated and now it's been confirmed. We are getting a WandaVision, which is Scarlet Witch and, and Vision in a TV series, which would, I am absolutely dying for. I'm a big fan. Uh, love Scarlet Witch. Uh, Vision will be cool. I'm hoping in Vision becomes like the ghost vision at one point at some point um I, I do love his iteration in the 90s when he was just a pale emotionless android i don't know why maybe i think because that was the first my first introduction or well, my introduction into vision um so that's kind of made it more special for me to see him in that in that guise um there's also obviously falcon and winter soldier which is a biggie anthony mackie sebastian stan big hitters um, and speaking of big hitters, Loki will be getting his. I think this is in the first year as well. They um, Disney Plus or Disney released a, a document um, spanning, I guess, a two-year plan or so. Um, so I think most of these, yeah, will be first years. Uh, also, there's the the What If um, animated series. Um, so that will be a lot of fun as well. Uh, what Ifs are great because they're kind of you know. I don't mean that in a bad way, but they are disposable. Um, you can have your fun, just read it, just pretend, you know, literally what if. Um, no harm to the canon or the um, or the history of the characters, but, you know, you can just see different um, different scenarios. Uh, what else? There were big ones as well. And they, oh, yeah, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. And uh looks like there might be a, a Kate Bishop introduced into it, which, man, that would be cool. I mean... For those of you that haven't read Kelly Thompson's recent Hawkeye run, um, i.e. the Kate Bishop run, um, brilliant, really well written. Uh, I cannot laud it enough. Uh, look, I'm a big Kelly Thompson fan, so uh, probably a bit of bias there creeping in. But um, yeah, um, that's another big one to, to look out for. So it kind of shows that the possibilities are are vast for Marvel, and and it shows that they're not afraid to throw big characters. I mean, they're not obviously Captain America, Iron Man, and such, but throw big big characters from the MCU into TV shows. So um, that'd be great to just expand on those characters, learn a bit more about them. So yeah, so that was a big one. Um, Moon Moon Knight related. Look, uh, all it is is that it just opens the door to even more of a possibility that Moon Knight may um, may appear. Please, 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 somehow, we don't know. Um, so anyway, that is our white noise. Right, now on to our Conchu's Idols. Yes, this is Conchu's Idols. And, um, of course, Idols, I refer to the toy figures. And we typically talk about Moon Knight-related toy figures. Now, Conchu and I, we did cover... We did actually an overview of, um, of basically all the Moon Knight figures to date, and then some. There's uh, there's one by Metzko, I believe, which is coming soon. It's a bit more exy, a bit more expensive, but um, it looks like a great toy figure. But we actually covered all the past um, Moon Knight figures, so check it out. I'll put that in the show notes as well. Uh, you can just look for our Conscious Idols you know, segmented episode. I can't remember off the top of my head, uh, but it was a, a lot of fun. So uh, so having covered all of that, and Conchu having asked us to do another Toy Idol review, uh, I was left a little short. So as mentioned at the top of the show, um, I thought I'd go delve into the Marvel Legends website and have a look at what's coming up. Um, there are a few, damn few, that I, I really uh, am looking forward to as well. Um, but yeah, we'll get to that. Let's uh, let me just crack open the website. Uh, it's really helpful. The website I'll put it in. It's MarvelLegends.net, and you're straight away brought to the opening page of coming soon. So, holy bajoli, uh, there are a lot of them. <laughs> I didn't realize there was that many. Um, but anyway, we'll go through some of them quickly. Um, so coming up, like first and foremost, there are like MCU versions of Marvel Legends figures, and 
this is a big 80th anniversary. So Marvel Legends um, are going to release a Marvel 80th anniversary series, waves of um, of figures, and they range from the classic Captain America, classic Iron Man. There's a cool double pack of Colossus and Juggernaut. Uh, for those of you that do collect, you'd know that Juggernaut was one of the baths for one of the, the one of the waves. So if you had not collected him but want him. And he's a, he's an awesome character. Why wouldn't you? Uh, this would be good to pick up. It's with Colossus. Uh, there's also uh, so then you also get the MCU um, iterations. So you have uh, Iron Man Mark Fifty and uh, Iron Man oh Iron SM. Sorry. So bugger. I'm not an Iron Man fan. I'm not sure what that is. Let me um, let me just have a little quick geese at the oh. <laughs> Iron Man, the Iron Spider, basically. There you go. So uh, you get the versions of those, which would be pretty cool. Um, also from the MCU, you get you get a, a triple or double pack, sorry, of Cap and Peggy Carter. There's also another double pack. This looks cool. I might pick up this of Luis and the Ghost from Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, Luis looks really cool. He, he definitely looks like Michael Pena. <laughs> it's it's pretty fun. Uh, there's also Grandmaster and Korg. Uh, from the MCU together, uh, and a double of Hela and Scourge, uh, looking very much like their their actors there of Kate Blanchett and Carl Urban, um, legends. Um, and also we have, um, it's not the MCU iteration, but it's still part of the 80th anniversary, you have uh, Wolverine and Hulk first appearance. So um, So you'll have, I guess, Wolverine in the blue and yellow, um, and in his original costume, and you'll have the Hulk as a Savage Hulk. Uh, there are also other, uh, here we go, more legends here, uh, Spider-Man packs. So uh, from the MCU, you get the Spider-Man with his yellow coat from his um, his high school, and you get MJ. Um, oh, I might butcher her name, Zendaya. Uh, she's a really, really talented actor. I, I actually saw her in the latest season of the OA, on Netflix, um, she has a small role in it, but um, very different from her MJ appearance. Uh, so it was pretty cool to see her there. Uh, um, we also have uh, Legends of um, Far From Home. So there's a series there. Uh, this looks cool. So let me just crack this one open. And this one I've seen advertised at my LCS, which is King's Comics. And you have Arachne, uh, Doppelganger, Hydra-Man, Scorpion... You have the Spider-Man in his MCU new suit and the Spider-Man in his stealth suit. So that's obviously complementary to the movie coming out. Um, these look really cool. And I believe... No, that's not it. To be announced. The bath is to be announced. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, I've got that mixed up with something else. Because I know Kingpin is one of the baths, But that's another Spider-Man series with Silver Sable and Black Cat. Anyway, um... Pressing on, uh, there might be something else that comes up. Uh, we also have our Avengers Endgame series. So there's Waves 1 and 2. Both of the baths haven't been announced yet, but they've got cool characters. Now, some of these won't be you know, obviously featured in the actual movie, or I don't think many of them will be. We have Citizen V, Ebony Moore. Uh, you have Hercules, yes. You have the Living Laser and Nighthawk in Wave 1. And in Wave 2, you have uh, Bid Ray Bill, uh, Shuri, Loki, Rock Python, and Union Jack. So, you know, they throw all sorts of uh, lower-tier characters in there. A couple of, you know, MCU ones like Shuri, and uh, from the other one was Ebony Moore. Um, but, uh, but, you know... Um, Go check them out. I wonder what the baths are. It's probably of Thanos, isn't it? Um, you know, you've got to you've got to think it probably would be uh, more MCU. We've got um, Glaive and Loki as a two pack, um, and then oh, then we've got the likes of Emma Frost. I think she's at as the um, the Black Queen because she most recently I saw a photo of that. So she most recently took the mantle of, of like the Black King. Um, she. I can't remember. Oh, I was in the annual. I think she killed. Did she kill Bernard? Oh, not Bernard Shaw. Did she? <laughs> did she kill? Um. Ah, oh, what's his name? 
Kevin Bacon in in uh, first class. Anyway, Looney's, you're probably shouting at me, telling me it. Uh, it is sure. Sebastian Shaw. Thank you. Thank you, Looney's. I heard you through the power of technology. Yes, Sebastian Shaw, not Bernard, his uh, his grandfather, but Sebastian. Uh, yeah, so Black Queen or Black King, um, you get the infamous Iron Man suit in other Marvel Legends. There's an X-Force series, which is cool. There's an X-Men 2019 three-pack and a vintage series as well. Now, one of these, oh, which one is it? Um, oh, that's the Wave 1. Uh, you get Spider-Man Craven, a two-pack. Uh, you get the Captain Marvel series, which is really cool. I actually saw one of them. Uh, one of the accessories is um, is Goose from the movie, which is pretty cool, uh, or Chewie um, from the comics. So take your pick. Um, we all know them. No spoilers as as Flurkins. Uh, also, we get a new Mystique, uh, and we get the X Men 2019 Wave Wave One. Now this is cool because it's got a couple of my you know lower tier faves. Uh, this wave one is consisting of Caliban, Beast, Blink, Forge, Gambit, Jubilee, Skullbuster, and Weapon X, Wolverine. So Skullbuster, obviously one of the Reavers. Reavers are one of my favorite villains. They're the ones that messed up Wolvie in uh, in issue, oh God, was it 241? It was one of my Isla Ra books, my top one. You have Jubilee in her original, and she's blowing a uh, original suit, and she's blowing her um, bubblegum. Uh, Gambit looking very much like the '90s one, but Forge is is my man here. He's a uh, he's a street level kind of mutant. Nothing flashy. He just can build anything he can think of, and that's about it. Look, some people don't like him. I think he's pretty cool. I think he's underused, and uh, he's got some mystic mystical powers um, from his American Indian. Um, background uh then yeah yeah blink beast and caliban so that's a pretty good wave um and i would i would suggest that for anyone who's keen to maybe start a collection um after obviously getting moon knight we also have uh nearly done here loonies we have a marvel deluxe ultimate riders professor x i guess so we have him in his um yellow 90s um souped up it's not even a wheelchair it's like a hover hovercraft um, ah, here we go. And we have the Spider-Man series with the Kingpin Baff. Now, Baff is, for those that don't know, build a figure. Um, so basically, if you buy the six in the set or whatever, you get parts to build a seventh um, figure. So you kind of like, you know, um, buy six, get one free. Um, so Kingpin, that would be pretty cool. Um, and that is the one that I said had. Let's let's open up. Oh, he does look very good. There's a picture of him. He's holding his diamond topped what is it walking cane he's in the white suit <clears throat> you have black cat which is pretty cool i can't wait i think she's getting a, a limited series soon uh she's always been pretty fun i know she's kind of a rip off of blah 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 but um but yeah i kind of like felicia hardy i think she's pretty good night thrasher now bring it on now someone <clears throat> one of the loonies said i think it was rick ball he did mention that if you, I think this caps off the round robin cast, so you can literally recreate the cast from round robin, except for midnight, of course, just the heroes, uh, and that would look pretty cool. So, Night Thrasher, Dwayne, pardon me, I can't remember his last name. Someone help me out here. No, I cannot hear it through the technology anymore. I was about to say Dwayne Johnson, but you know, that can't be right. Uh, anyway, Puma. He's awesome as well. I used to read a lot of him in the Spectacular Spider-Man back in the the um, early '90s. Really cool character. Uh, and Red Goblin. Oh, I think that will get a um, that will be gobbled up. I believe, depending on um, depending on how many they release. Now, one of the things I did learn, I may have already said this in one of the previous toy figure reviews, is that um, there's a term called um, peg warmers. And peg warmers basically mean when a figure is oversupplied. So there's absolutely no joy or thrill in actually finding the figure because they're, they're just so easy and they never ran out of stock. Um, Red Goblin, you'd hope, because the, the comic book, uh, the first appearance, sold out like Lickety Split, you'd think that you know these figures will be a limited run. Of Red Goblin, so it might be as rare as the comic book. Uh, also, you get Silver Sable, uh, Symbiote, or Symbiote, 
or however you pronounce it. Spider-Man, that's pretty cool. I can't wait, incidentally. Um, that's released, oh, was it last week? Was it coming this week? Uh, the Peter David symbiote Spider-Man, that should be pretty fun. I think it was released last week. Um, very cool. Anyway, big fan of Peter David's writing. Um, his, you know, methods to pay tax, not so much. Anyway, and lastly, we get Spider-Man Six Arms. So that completes the um, the set. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's seven. Sorry. So you have to build, you have to buy seven of them to get your eighth figure. Um, and rounding off, there's only a few more to go. Um, you. Uh, looking at <laughs> uh, the MCU Black Panther Series 2 with the M'Baku Baff. Now, let me see here, because I'm not too sure where... Oh, yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, that, that's all, obviously, Black Panther stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, I wonder where Ronan turned up. All of this talk about trying to tie it with Moon Knight, and I can't find Ronan anywhere. Anyway, um... The other ones are Vintage Series 2, there's a Deluxe Ultimate Riders Deadpool, there's a Stan Lee Captain America, um, and then we've got Tony Stark, Captain Marvel, X-Force Deadpool, The Raft, and War Machine Iron Man 2-pack. So those are coming soon. Um, should be pretty damn good. Uh, yeah, so, um, so check those out, loonies. Uh, as for where that Ronin is... Phew, Beats me. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Look, let me hang on. Power of editing. Let's hang hang five here, right? Whilst I have a little look. Hello, loonies. Did you miss me? No. With the power of editing, that took no time at all, didn't it? Anyway, just a an update with that. So yeah, the Ronin figure is part of the uh, the Marvel uh, figures Avengers Endgame series. Now, uh, as mentioned before, uh, I had uh, Captain America, uh, Nighthawk, Citizen V, Hercules, the Living Laser, Ebony Moore, but added to that is Ronan as well. And the Baff figure, the Builder figure, is, of course, as I had predicted, it is an armoured Thanos. So that looks pretty damn good, actually. Um, I mean, it's always good to get a cap. Ronan's cool. I'll, you know, definitely getting Hercules. I can see, yeah, you know, Citizen V, Nighthawk, Living Laser. Look, they're a bit kind of... A bit low down the, the tier, aren't they? Uh, Ebony Moore as well, look, from the from the movie. Be pretty cool. So anyway, uh, yeah, so Ronan, uh, they're part of the, the Endgame Wave 1. So, loonies, there you go. That was our country's idols of upcoming toy figures. Now, you're probably asking me, when are they going to be released? Uh, I look. I'm gonna have to tell you. They're just gonna be popping up sometime all over the place. Like I said, I saw the Spider-Man um, set with Black Cat and Silver Sable already out and available in my local LCS, which is the fabulous Kings Comics on George Street, Sydney. Um, but just keep an eye out on your LCS or ask them when they'll be released. And before you know it, they'll be there. Um, definitely worth getting. As I mentioned, some of the picks would, would definitely be uh, Ronan. Uh, I'll go for the Forge. You're looking at the Colossus um, Juggernaut duo. There's also a, a Magneto, Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch one, which looks bloody good. Uh, so plenty of good ones, depending on your, your cup of tea. So, um, so yeah, check it out. Right, so with that, we might just take a quick break. I might have a little bit of glass of... I might have a glass of water or... I don't have any, uh, don't have any whiskey to, to smooth the throat. Uh, so we're just going to have a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to uh, just go into our spectacle, our Mooney missives, our feedback... And, uh, yeah, then we'll kind of wrap up the show with uh, the next phase and everything else. So, catch you soon. Hello, I'm Anthony. 
And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch. Right, hello, loony listeners. You are back listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. I don't know why I said that in a spooky voice. Maybe it's because I am here in the Temple of Conchu, looking at Conchu's statue all by myself. I am an acolyte, so I shouldn't be scared. I should be grateful. Thank you, Conchu. I hope you are appeased with my toy review for you. Uh, Having said that, we are back, and I wanted to give a few special shout-outs to people, um, because we do love our community, and uh, we do love all the loony listeners out there um, who are fellow Moon Knight fans. And the first one, obviously, a big shout-out to Looney James Young. Hi, James. James got into con- got in contact with us uh, via email, and we started um, just you know just shooting back and forth some um, some banter. And James joined the group. Uh, he's been following. Thank you so much, James. He also follows the LSK, the Last Sons of Krypton podcast about Superman. Uh, my foray into DC, uh, but James has been so kind. I posted it up as well a while ago. He uh, he sent. Konishu and myself uh, Moon Knight badges so uh, just uh, you know little pins which you, you can I guess pin anywhere I've got a satchel bag um, loaded with all sorts of badges and pins from you know Black Widow, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel um, Daredevil, Iron Fist all that sort of stuff I never found a Moon Knight one James has delivered out of the kindness of his heart he uh, he has sent it over all the way from I believe it was Chicago, James. Uh, and anyway, uh, he's uh, he's done a ripper of a, a job there. So thank you, James Connishu. Yours is on the way. Trust me, it's going to get there. Um, so yeah, so thank you, James. I'll put your details. James actually gave a shout out to his LCS as well. Um, brilliant, who actually supplied him. I believe it might have been for free. Uh, he just talked about the podcast, and uh, yeah, his, his shop said, "What? Well, just give it, give it to them." So thank you so much, James, and uh, and the details of your LCS will be in the show notes as well for those to check out for you around the area. Also, another shout out to our epic, uh, uh, you know, our friends of the show, uh, and absolutely brilliant podcast. It's called Epic Marvel Podcast. It is hosted and run by Curtis Finlay, brilliant, brilliant um, podcaster. And they have just recently released um, their review of Volume 2 of the Moon Knight Epic Collection. So that's the Shadows of the Moon, I believe, Volume 2, that covers issues 5 to 23, something of that vicinity. So they run through that. Um, I believe it's with his brother, or um, close relative of the same surname, and anyway, they do a great job, so please listen to them, uh, if you want to know more about the Epic Collection, or if you want a a really great um, run-through of the uh, most of the Doug Mensch, uh, Bill Sienkiewicz's run from the 80s, check that out, and uh, it won't be long before they have Volume 3 out, which Final Rest... Um, which came out recently, um, I think towards the beginning of this year. Um, so looking forward to that. Uh, also, another big shout-out, and I promised, um, had been in contact with this fella during the week, and one of our favourite loonies, the squeaky velvet, uh, Mr. Austin. Austin Brackett, how are you, my good sir? I hope you are listening. Um, great to have you back into the fold. Uh, Austin had been away uh, for a bit for you know various reasons, but he's back and uh, he's um, he's immediately you know given back his inimitable style of chatting online. So good to see you back, Austin, and a big shout out to you. 
Uh, also, another shout out to YTMCU, another loony by the name of Alex Lumen, who we've had on the show, is a budding director slash actor slash uh, producer of, uh, of films, fan films, and he is well underway. Part two of his uh, is YTMCU uh, fan films. Uh, this one features Moon Knight as well, played by Alex Lumen. And we see new characters like Shang-Chi, Hawkeye, and Iron Fist in this. So uh, this should be a bit of fun. It's a, it's a very passionate fan film. Um, go check it out. Uh, we'll get the, the links and uh, hopefully we'll get Alex or um, Alex on the show to give a chat about it. Uh, next, I guess, Full Moon. We do films, uh, a segment called Moon and Stars during the Full Moon. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to get in touch and get that happening as well. But a big hello to Alex. Um, great to see you online and, and uh, around the traps as well. So uh, those were the shout-outs, our spectacles. Um to fantastic loonies um keep it keep it going guys keep it going loonies it's it's great just um sharing ideas sharing your fandom and, and we get heaps of um yeah heaps of great posts in our group um don't be shy to try and um you know uh, to try and join the group it is a closed group but um look there's no <laughs> you know we don't we don't let you make you jump through hoops or anything um it's you know it's just uh I don't know, just a mere formality. So um, yeah, you'll be, you'll be accepted almost instantly. Um, bearing in mind, I am in Australia. Although we do have some American admins, um, so whilst I may be in my sarcophagus slumbering, um, our other admins, Tommy, the man on the streets, or. The power of charge. We'll uh, be taking care of uh, um, member requests. Okay, enough rambling. We are on to our next segment, which is called the Mooney Missives, which is our feedback. And as mentioned at the top of the show, um, what I did first uh, back in early April after... um, not not long after, um, you know, recording with Noel Tate, um, creator of music for ITK, I threw out this discussion thread, and I said, with the upcoming episode focusing on the music of Into the Night from the awesome dudes at Deleter, thanks Noel, I would like to put it to you. What music do you hear in your head when you read a Moon Knight comic trade or collection? What do you hear when you imagine a Moon Knight TV show or film? Send us your thoughts. I know there are a few uh, music lovers in the ITK community. Would be great to share around some uh, recommendations. So we got a few, which is fantastic. It's really cool to to um, hear what sort of music people like to listen to as well. I don't know about you, but I love my music, um, and it's it's great to. Um, to be exposed to more music, similar to like comics, you know. That's why we kind of do the ILRA. Anyway, James Young, who um, just mentioned earlier, he says, I think that there are certain artists whose music marries beautifully with the different volumes of Moon Knight. A great tune while reading Moon Knight, particularly Houston's or Benson's run, would be uh, Pantera, The Badge, which I think was featured in the Crow soundtrack. I love music equally as much as I do comics. Thank you, James. I share your sentiments absolutely as well. I love, love, love music. Um, Although, funnily enough, uh, getting into this podcasting biz and listening to a lot of podcasts, I haven't been listening to as much music as I'd hoped. So, uh, you know, I'll try to to actually listen to these ones. Uh, We have another one from Looney Rafael Santos. I believe all the way from Brazil, and he says, although it isn't a regular band or music, I used to listen uh, to some game soundtracks, and one of them makes me remember some psychological thriller that comes when Mark is freaking out in Lemire's run, and he's got here uh, Dark Star Thresh, um, the login screen, I guess, music. Um, very interesting. I haven't listened to this one yet, Raphael, but I certainly know what you mean. Uh, for a long, long time, I loved to listen to, oh, there was a Pitch Black, um, like Riddick um, game, 
and I was playing that on the Xbox. I absolutely loved it. I loved the soundtrack, and for a long time I was listening to that soundtrack just to, you know, read comics or just, you know, if I wanted to feel kind of dark and moody or what have you. Um, yeah, so totally get what you mean. But thanks, Raphael. Um, oh, yeah, actually, sorry, he goes on to say, I'm not a big fan of the game, but I like the media content it brings, like soundtracks, art, storytelling. Uh, yes, like, I am unfamiliar with Dark Star Thresh, I'm sure. If Konishu was here, he would be on to this, like, uh, dog on heat or something. Um, yeah, dog on a bone. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, um, yeah, interesting. I'll, I'll, I don't know, I'll have to ask Mr. Konishu for that one. Uh, another Looney, one of our faves as well, Looney Josh Johnson, he says, I think this is self-explanatory, and he links this to the Marvel pinball, Moon Knight, which is absolutely spot on, I think, Josh, um, great music for that, for those of you who haven't played it, my gosh, give it a go, it's only a couple of bucks, it is a lot of fun, um, I don't know, I'm saying that as a pinball fan, so if you're not into pinball, it might be a little bit boring, but you do see some 3D versions of Moon Knight and Konshu and, and uh, uh, I think Midnight as well and Bushman, so it's pretty fun. Uh, Josh continues and says, but in seriousness, you can search on YouTube for Moon Knight themes and most of the ones people come up with seem to fit the character well. Um, but if we're talking about bands, my favourite band, Hollywood Undead, has a song called Bad Moon. When I read the lyrics, it really reminds me of Moon Knight, though I think the song is intended to be werewolf-themed, but Mooney fights werewolves, so it still fits. Uh, very cool, very cool, Josh. Uh, Hollywood Undead, hey? Your favourite band? Uh, mine would have to be an Australian band called Blue Bottle Kiss. Um, but anyway, we can share, we can share and compare um, favourite band notes uh, some other time. But I'm going to give that one definitely a listen. We have the big man himself, Mr. Noel Tate. Awesome, awesome guy. Great to chat with. Loves his comics. Um, brilliant, brilliant with his music. Um... Uh, can't wait for his Moon Knight EP from Delita. He said, ever since Declan Shalvey said he is a huge Sonic Youth fan, I hear Daydream Nation and Bad Moon Rising from Sonic Youth when reading Moon Knight. And uh, he's actually added a link as well, Sonic Youth Society as a whole. Um, so thank you, Noel. That'd be cool. I do love Sonic Youth uh, as well. Very dirty, messy, um, just right up my... Yeah, yeah. I, I love that sort of stuff. Um, nothing that's clean things that kind of maybe I guess you can call it progressive um in the sense that you know it uh it pushes the boundaries uh but yeah very cool uh and finally we have someone uh a loony here called Sean Hannaford and he said I can picture a slew of situations specific songs uncannily popping up with Aphex Twin or Boards of Canada as the standard background and he's linked uh, Boards of Canada in a beautiful place out in the country now Sean he's uh, I, I Got onto this straight away. Um, I did. I, I used to listen to Aphex Twin as well. Come to Daddy. That's a that's an awesome, scary, scary video. Um, but much like his many videos, um, Aphex Twin is just weird and wacky. And I can absolutely see that work with Moon Knight. So yeah, some really top um, top recommendations here, everyone. So uh, give these a go, and uh, we'll see. You know see what you think of this music um finally from our mooney missives our second half of it as mentioned um there's a little bit of back and forth banter here uh Konishu wanting to get that toy biz gold moon knight that terrible looking <laughs> bulbous figure uh he threw something up on on the post saying he's thinking of getting this uh we got a few funny responses so i'd love to to um read these out Anyway, uh, it kicked off with Adam Prine, one of our original listeners. Uh, he said, I was so pumped when my dad bought me this. He's talking about the Toy Biz gold Moon Knight figure back in the day. Because I didn't think any Moon Knight figures existed. And look at that creamy, chonky masterpiece. Adam, chonky is a word not used often enough. I think... I, I just say chonk on. Yep. Chonky, chonky. Chonky masterpiece indeed. Uh, that was followed by uh, Levi Lassion saying, uh, is there a word for when something is so absolutely repulsive that you must own it? Because that's how this monstrosity makes me feel. Levi, that's... Uh, those are powerful words. 
No more powerful word has been spoken, but I think in all our hearts of hearts we agree with this monstrosity, you know, this chonky monstrosity. Uh, Josh Geronimo! Johnson weighs in and he says, I think this just confirms Adam Driver cast as Moon Knight. And he had a picture of Adam Driver. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, in uh, one of those Star Wars films, I don't know, I watched them um, not too closely, obviously. Uh, he had his shirt off. And he had a kind of a, a very disproportioned chest to everything else. Uh, that's what Josh was referring to. And that was responded by Midkine Hit Susan saying swole night. I reckon my two favourite words now are chonky and swole. They're just brilliant. So thank you, Midkine. Uh, a few more comments here. Greg Hinkle is called uh, that figure, the he knight, the craziest man in the universe. By the power of Conchu, I have the power. I do, I do think that's the catch craze, isn't it, for, for He-Man? Anyway, all it needs is Mark Spector to have that ridiculous bob cut that, um, is it Adam? Adam, the alter ego of He-Man, had. <clears throat> uh, a few other short ones here. Luis no Brambilla. Um, which, by the way, congratulations, Luis, on a fantastic addition to the family. Uh, also has been on the show, also known as Mr. Moon Knight, has a fantastic Instagram. Go check it out. He says, I have this figure, NIB, it's disgusting, laugh. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what NIB is. Again, I am an old, old, crusty, chunky, swole man, so I don't know what it is, but I figure, Luis, that um, not in something. I have this figure not in not in the box. Ah, that's probably it, isn't it? Not in the package, not in the box. Let's call me Sherlock Holmes there. That's brilliant. Anyway, Louise, thank you for that. Um, David Cruz says, in season two of Dexter. Well, this Moon Knight features in season two of Dexter. Make of that what you will. And uh, hopefully, I don't know, hopefully... Hopefully that Mr. That Moon Knight figure survived all those seasons of Dexter. Because Dexter's a serial killer, is he not? Ah! Sounds like a good show. I try to watch it. Maybe I'll go back to watching it. I told someone else the other day that I have 28, 29 shows on my list to watch. Now, I, I really should just focus on one and just pick them off. But anyway, I'll add Dexter on there as well. Why not? What's another one? Make it an, around, around 30. And uh, last few ones here, Andrew Fenton, short but sweet, said, I had that. You may have had that, Andrew, but, you know, will you get that as well? That's what we all wonder, and uh, that's what I hope to hear from you, Andrew. Please respond if you are thinking of reclaiming your Toy Biz Gold. Finally, last two, Joseph Duggan said the reason he looks funny is because they use the same body as the Kevin Sorbo Hercules figure from the old TV show. Now, I think the real reason he looks funny is because of Kevin Sorbo, period. Anyway, that's probably a bit unfair. I was trying to make a joke. I'm not that witty. Look, you know, I've got a parched throat. Uh, but I'm enjoying it. It's been an enjoy, enjoyable sojourn by myself, um, traversing this temple, looking at these figures, and I hope you have uh, stuck with it. Not too long. Let's see how, how much, how long have I got? Okay, okay, fair enough. I will shut up soon. Anyway, finally we have Jimmy Williamson. He said he is hideous but admirable, and I'm hoping he's talking about the figure. Uh, looks like a nude whitest dude ever, with tats and weird belt thing, and no dick. So, look, I'm just going to leave it at that. I think that was just masterfully summed up there by Jimmy Williamson. Thank you, sir. Um, it's it's brilliant. Uh, yeah, uh, nude, uh, tats, weird, dick, all in a couple of sentences, um, you know. Master of efficiency. It's, it's fantastic. Anyway, so there you have it. Loonies, um, consider this episode not only a toy figure review, but a love letter to all you loonies out there. Thank you so much still for listening. You know, there, we've got so much coming up yet. I've been racking up some interviews. We are hurtling like a 
you know, like the Milano from Guardians of the Galaxy hurling towards an asteroid which is, you know, about to explode in the face of a white hole or something towards our 100th episode. I'm absolutely looking forward to that. Um, Keeping it on the down low. As always, I have um, tried to overreach and, uh, (laughs) you know, reach for the stars and the moon. Um, But we'll see how we go. A couple of surprises there. Um, Hopefully it will all come good. Now, you're probably wondering, what is this crazy fool going to do now to top this absolutely castaway-esque, Tom Hanks-esque rant, solo rant that he's done for you in this episode? You're probably thinking, I never expected this episode to be like this, and frankly, I did not either. But it was a lot of fun. Um, Next phase, my gosh, talk about guests. This has been bubbling away like a nice miso soup. We have, it is a full moon, loonies. It's a full moon, I believe, on the Wednesday, the 17th of April. So this episode's, the next episode's going to come early, I think, or, you know, stuff it. I'm just going to flip the bird at Conchu and maybe just release it on the Saturday um, because this one's coming out a little late. So that might be that. But technically the full moon is on the Wednesday. So for you stargazers, check out Make sure you check out it on Wednesday. Anyway, special guest, Moon and Stars. This is Moon Knight on film, and we have a very special guest, absolutely awesome guy here, Anthony Sitko, one of the hosts from Capes on the Couch, where comics get counselling. Now, this comic book podcast, well, sorry, not only a comic book podcast, it is a psychology podcast. It's really cool. It, it delves into characters from any of the universes dc marvel image you know any of them and uh, they pick apart the um the psychology of each of the characters and any mental issues uh any hang-ups they have obviously moon knight was covered anthony is a huge moon knight fan and he wrote a moon knight script so um we go through that in the next episode um we go through his uh his love for moon knight and we obviously we go through his script and synopsis. Just bear in mind, uh, it was late for me, and uh, this this has already been recorded, by the way. Um, it was late for me, so please bear in mind, loonies, and uh, some things didn't sink in. So if I do sound like a bit of a fuddy-duddy uh, with Anthony trying to tell me about this synopsis, just not registering, just, you know, just uh, glance that over just pretend that it didn't happen okay um but it is an awesome (laughs) an awesome chat Uh, anthony is an absolute professional um he's great and i do urge you to listen to capes on the couch brilliant stuff um so yeah so we'll be having that next week can't wait for that uh it's gonna be really good i'm gonna have to get this i'm gonna have to send this off to the printers get this released out for your listening pleasure and uh, so finally, where you can find us, of course, on email at itkmoonnight at gmail.com. Just take a leaf out of James, Young, James Young's book. Uh, we're on, we have a website, intothenightpodcast.wordpress.com. Facebook, it's going great guns at itkmoonnight. Sorry, facebook.com slash itkmoonnight is our page. That's our public page. Join our group. It's a closed group, but you'll be accepted, you know, um, at facebook.com slash group slash itkmoonnight. We're on Twitter, at ITK Moon Knight, and we're on Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube. Search for Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. You should find us there. Uh, I'm trying to get our Discord server up and running. It is up and running, but I'm just trying to get a a groundswell. uh, There's potential there to uh, chat online, but also actually chat during the show. We record a lot of our shows on Discord, so it would be great to have a live We'll have a live recording, and I do understand we live in Australia, so unless you're absolutely, you know, dedicated to wake up in the wee hours of the morning or um, or late, late, late at night. Uh, anyway, that's a good, well, also on the, uh, the back burner. You can see I am slowly fading. Uh, <laughs> um, also, iTunes rating, uh, please, if you do like what you hear, and please do not take this episode as a staple of what we do, um, you can give us a five-star review on iTunes. It still is very useful. It allows us to reach other loonies out there. 
cast a bigger net uh, and it makes us pop up in uh, in search engines and such i think i don't know how it works you know you're talking to talking to a dullard here anyway you can hear us from all good podcast catches as well so whatever you're listening to now have a look maybe consider another podcast catcher try that one you might like that one i use podcast republic I think it's really good. I've recently converted to Android. Uh, so, yeah, it's really good. But we're also on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, blah, 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 blah. So it's all very good. Anyway, Loonies, thank you so much for bearing with me. I hope you have found this useful. Um, if you don't collect toy figures, I'd consider it. They're pretty fun. Uh, they might be a bit on the X side, so you may have to drop a couple of titles. But look, it's still all good. It's all for the business. Uh, yeah, so check out some of the um, the ones there. Show notes will have everything for you. Uh, make it so easy. It's just let your fingers do the walking. So without Loonies, I bid you adieu. Or as they say in Dutch, a Welterusten. And uh, yeah, may Conchu watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.